Hey, what's up? This is Community Service with Craig Conan. That's me. I got a goddamn kitchen. I have a bed. I don't have a kitchen. <laughs> no, I'm talking about you having everything you need. Oh, yeah. You got a kitchen. You got a bed. <laughs> that's dog. a, that's a fake out. Are we rolling? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, everybody, this is Kyle Irby, and he thinks What's I have up, a man? kitchen. Um, man, I'm looking at a fridge, homie. You can't not. That's a tall fridge, <laughs> no, dog. You can't. That ain't no college dorm no, fridge. That bamboozles everybody. That bamboozled me, but I don't care. Oven? I'm happy. No, that is a walk-in closet with a refrigerator. Oh, that's funny. The, and a it, it's a it's a closet that yeah. appears to look like a kitchenette. That's but if you, you look closer, there's no oven. There's no sink. There's man, no stove. Do you need an oven, dog? No, I don't. Exactly. You got what you need, player. That's what I'm talking about, man. I love your place, man. This is inspiring. I do love it. And even when I make it, I was like, I'll just make this my podcast studio. Yeah, right. You're going to drop this place like a motherfucker. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'll probably just give it to Chris right here. There you go. Oh, I didn't. Right. Yeah, nah, you're man. Chris, Chris is going to, you're going to be paying Chris so much, he's going to have some fly too. Yeah. Man. You hear right. that, Chris? That works. You want a kitchen? <laughs> yeah, I would like a kitchen. You can't have one. Oh, you got everything you need, man. You got light. You got man. I love your place, bro. You said something very uh, poetic outside. What it was that? just a beautiful day. I seen yeah. butterflies. I like plants. I was like, it's I a love beautiful day, too, man. And then what'd you say? You I like, said, man, I hate when I'm uh, I mess around and don't realize it's a beautiful day. Yeah. Fuck around and miss a beautiful day. <laughs> so wake up, motherfuckers. Yeah, wake up. You <laughs> at the beach. Smile, you know goddammit. For real, for real. Like <laughs> if you're on a ocean. jog, if you're on a jog right now, this is Kyle Irby telling you to look at the sky and be like, you know what? This 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 day is yeah. kind of nice. Look up. Yeah, There's man. constellations. <laughs> Get off your phone, man. Maybe not in the daytime, but look up. No. I heard there's light pollution. That's why we don't see that shit. Yeah, and pollution, pollution. Oh yeah, that helps. <laughs> now that there's both. You don't realize it until you drive out to the boonies. Then you look up. You're like, oh my oh, god! Those, what are those? There's a movie theater in the sky. Hey man, that's not a walk-in closet because that's a closet closet. That's big. That's yeah, big or a, a big closet. Or right, I guess. And a, wait, hold on, man. Nobody has a. Uh, that's a kitchen sink, bro. There's no sink, bro. I oh, live here. Lo- I know, I know. I'm telling you, you what's in your house. You do the dishes in the bathtub and tell me I have a kitchen sink. You have a um, <laughs> you have a kitchen window. Yeah, that's like I don't know what that is, but it is not a kitchen. Yeah, you're like they just put a, a fridge sink. in you a can't closet. Tell me. It's like I think it maybe actually was a vanity room because that's the bathroom to the left. Yeah. Okay. So good thing about my kitchen yeah <laughs> it's next to the toilet do you hit the pull-ups man i'm lazy yeah man i know they just sit there i got it with the intention you're gonna do pull-ups every day of your life i do them like twice a month all right well, i do them yeah, at least you do them <laughs> dog uh yeah every time i feel guilty i'm like all right take that shit down I'll, that's when i'll do them yeah and then i'll be like well i better leave it up <laughs> but i did them yeah that's the vicious I cycle i do it man you probably work out. You look like you work out. I work out, man. Me and my my dad and my sons, we do 100 push-ups a day and 100 Fuck. crunches or I got to get my life together. Push-up challenge, five days a week, man, and then we text on the chain to say we did them. 
I seen your son. Is he in college ball or high yeah, school? Yeah, man. I got a boy playing uh, college football. Nothing that's true. awesome, dude. Yeah, man. That's I true. seen that post on the Facebook. Yeah, I gave man. it a heart. I was like, uh, oh, that's dope. Look at that. I got the heart, not the light. That's what's yeah. up. That's respect. That's yeah, man. I got four heart. kids, man. And one's in college already playing yeah, from, football. Yeah, from 19 to to 6. I was about to say 5, but she had a birthday. That's crazy. I know. That's I got trip. no kids. Man, smart move. <laughs> I mean, I love them. They're the best part of my life, but. You know, I want them and I will have them. I just, any, uh, I just need to catch them first. You got any kids that you would have had? Yeah, like pregnancy scares and shit. Yeah, the rest in peace, kids. Yeah, got a few of those. Yeah, got a few of those too, man. Sorry, we got sad. <laughs> 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 just took this. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, I guess I do." <laughs> Chris, you got any, you got any of those babies out there? Yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, everybody got to Everybody got to He's like, yeah. Well, podcast is over. Yeah. <laughs> we can start crying. You got a woman's right to choose baby out there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. It happens. What are you going to do? Yeah, man. So we doing community service today. Yes. Yeah, Thank man. you for uh, keeping my podcast on track. No, I know. Like, no, I'm not hosting I'm, your I'm podcast. I'm genuine. I, yeah. Like, you don't even know. Most of the time, people are like, they look at me like, What's next? I'm like, I don't know. Help me out, bro. Come on. <laughs> no, I was listening to your podcast, man, and I enjoyed it. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's how I knew it was community service. And uh, yeah, you told me you told me you're going to talk about, we might talk about some crazy things. Yeah, you know, drinking and drugging, getting yeah. arrested. Anything that may have uh, been a bad event that taught you a lesson to not do, you know, maybe don't jump off that roof into that crowd of people. So I've never had, I've never been crazy like you, Craig. With the crazy stories, I don't have any. All mine in, in, involve women. That's my vice. You know what I mean? That's my. They drug. get you, man. Yeah, they get dude. you. Like my dad's an addict, and he's like in the program. And I, I started thinking, man, I guess I could be in the program. Yeah. For 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 women, because I'm like, God damn it, it costs you everything. Cost me a marriage. Sometimes it's worse. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, damn it, expensive. <laughs> There goes my home. There yep. goes my happy home. There goes my wife What's the weekend pussy? <laughs> <laughs> was it worth it at the time? It was. It was fun at the at time. The t- and then afterwards, you're like, oh no, my whole world is upside down. Oh, I guess. <laughs> Way I'm to an- go, you fucking asshole. <laughs> you let me what down you again. Do that for? You let me down again. But, you know. I don't think women understand how insane. Uh, our dicks are. <laughs> well, man, I, I studied the science of a Craig, and I realized, man, what it is is we are, like women, you know, they say women are gold diggers. They like money. No, they're looking for stability. That's why they like money. They want stability. They want a home. Yeah. They and, want to be taken care of. Who doesn't? Well, we want to we wanna stick and move, right? Our nature is to populate the earth, right? That, that's our nature. It's going to sound crazy. You hear this that, ladies? Nature. So our nature is to populate the earth, right? What's up, cutie cat? And their nature is, they're trying to, not they don't want you to go so we want to stick and move and they want you to stay yeah so that's the ultimate yeah the i battle. i did watch a ted talk on it and oh, i really? hate I people that, that say that like say what like watch a ted talk and then try to be knowledgeable oh, on okay. it i want to know which one you watch so I can it watch was it. just on monogamy Ugh. and uh Who was it i don't even know I'll look it up. Uh, but it, it, it it just was science facts of mm-hmm. course i w- forgot most of them but at the bottom line is we are creatures that are supposed to spread our seed, but then yes. there's consciousness and love. Yes. And basically, at the end of it, they said we're fucked yes. because we're torn because half of us 
evolution and our body want one thing yes. and our heart wants another. Not only that, you bring in the religious shit yeah. that we've been all told. Yeah. And so that brings it like there's a whole set of rules. Like I always find it interesting when like when women want contradictory things. Like they want an NBA guy, but they want him to be faithful. It's like e, <laughs> NBA, like that doesn't even make sense to me. Yeah. Like NBA guy, or like they'll like this thug guy, you know, this this wild animal of a guy, right? And then they'll they'll neuter him, and then they don't like the guy they that they, they turn him into. <laughs> let him be a thug, baby. Yeah, let him thug. Let him man. run them streets. Yeah, that's and what come home and wax that ass. That's what attracted <laughs> you, right? You know what I mean? You get an NBA guy and you're mad he's never home. Like, he's got 82 games. Yeah. He's got 41 on the road. Yeah. And he's very, you know, whatever. So it's. it's I was the, just watching The Wire, too. Like, the, the, the they marry the cop because he's yeah. a cop and then they yeah. don't want him to be a, be a cop. It's like, it's in his blood. He's a cop. He's a comic. He's you know a what comic. I saw, he's man? A, There's this movie, man, with Robert Redford where he's robbing banks. It's like old man something, old man with a gun or some shit. Yeah. Google it. But this motherfucker stayed robbed. He stayed his he he robbed banks to the end, bro. He fell in love, and he was just like, "Hey, it's what I do." I rob banks. I love that. I love when people know what the fuck they do. It's true, and I love it when you do find a real one that understands that. Shit, dude. And, uh, yeah, you're right, you're right. You know, and that's it. I'm about to be sneezing because of your cat soon. I'm sorry, man. Don't be sorry, but I just understand tissue. when the audience starts to see my nose twitching. You're allergic. I'm not on cat. Yeah, I'm not That's, on coke. I got two guess. hours before my 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 throat closes. So we <laughs> <laughs> well, we better make it cracking real quick then. <laughs> What's up, cutie cat? So just understand. If my shit start doing this, um, hey cat, maybe you go outside for a little nah, bit. Nah, it's too late. It's everywhere. It's late. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I chew. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just saying when you start to see the nose twitching, like bewitched. It's just my nose is mad trying to get out. It's trying to get the stuff out I whenever feel, I inhaled. I feel like we just voice unpopular opinion. About, about what? About, about the, the about monogamy the, and shit? Yeah. Well, that's the thing about it, man. Nobody wants to talk about it. And that's why nobody, nobody talks does. about it. I talk about it on my podcast a lot, the MRA podcast with Kyle and Kamal. Check it out. Well, and where it's basically guys have been pretty much conditioned to not keep it real. And that's what my podcast is about. It's guys trying to keep it real. And every once in a while we bring women on to, to balance this out. But we just say the shit you're not supposed to say. Yeah, I love uh, that Tupac song, Temptations. Mm. I see you're a Tupac one. fan. Oh, my God, I can't. I Tupac's can't get enough. I don't even know. I swear to God, I'm on the spectrum because like everything goes. I'll listen to Tame Impala, then Tupac. Stooges, then Tupac. Pixies, Three then Tupac. No. Oh, it's a musical group? <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking you're talking you about it. comedy and shit. No, no. I'm just saying everything goes like Tupac is Tupac. every other listen yeah, and yeah. i can't and i thought i would get over it i can't i yeah, just two bucks you got the way we're sitting here with these mics and these headsets i feel like we're on the wide wide world of sports right now <laughs> <laughs> we are man <laughs> it feels like we're watching the game who's your favorite rapper ah uh, biggie man biggie yeah. i love biggie too oh, cool. i hate I thought, the people that are against awkward. it it's like hey how about how about both I know. How about both? Well, that's my philosophy on women too. But you that's can like a whole vegetables story. and a steak. My boy <laughs> in Houston, man, he he has this joke. It's not mine, and I, Nene, Kanis Nana, and he said, basically, you can like ass and titties. Like, yeah, you don't have to like yeah. you just. You, you There's know. no verses. <laughs> well, they, you know, people try to make it be verses though. You know what I mean? And it's just like, no, man. Yeah, it's like if they see a black guy with a white girl, they assume he doesn't like black women. 
like you I love black women. Yeah, you can the love first both. porno I ever had was with Mr. Marcus in India. Oh, that dude gets busy. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> that yeah. dude puts it down, down, down. Um, you know some people are leaving. They got another window up Googling Mr. Marcus right now. <laughs> That's that old school porn, man. Yeah. I seen him at the grocery store in Albertson in Torrance. I was in high school. I was like, hey, that looks like Mr. Marcus. Hilarious. You, you definitely Southern California guy. I can... I could feel it in your vibe. Are you? Or yeah, you yeah. Born and raised. Okay. Born and raised. Where'd you go to high school, man? Oh, I messed up the lighting. Oh, I went in West High West High School in Torrance, California. Torrance. That's, believe it or not, not next to Compton. Yeah. Sort of. Torrance is uh, the suburbs, and it is a nice area, but, mm. uh, the, you know, it borders Redondo Beach. It's nice, but then it borders uh, Carson and Compton yeah. and... Mm. So uh, as you get down here, it gets a, a little bit sketchy, sketchy. But uh, we got T Flats. That's our big gang, Tortilla mm. Flats. Is that the name of the gang? Yeah. Mm. And then, oh, there's La Rana. Is Tortilla Flats really the name of it? Or is that like the diss no, name of it? No, that's the... I thought you were dissing. Well, uh-uh. Are we dissing T Flats right now? No, no, no. Okay. I don't gangbang, okay. despite the flannel. Yeah, you definitely got the... <laughs> <laughs> and the Mexican accent. And then what's the other one? Hang on. There's three gangs in Torrance. Are you half? Yeah. Half I'm half white Mexican. Mexican. Yeah, my mom's okay. full Mexican. My dad's gringo. Gringo. Where's he from? Uh, Boston, but oh, he shit. moved here when he was twelve. So Boston is is white white man. Oh, he's white white. That's he's where they make the white people. Blonde hair, blue <laughs> eyes, white white. Yeah. Is he like Irish or some shit? Uh, German English. Damn. Yeah, they were Wesley. His uh, my nana, his mom, she had she grew up in wealth, like mink. Coats as a baby, wealth driver, caretaker, all that. Who doesn't but, have a driver? <laughs> but then the Great Depression happened mm. and went, and so she went from immense wealth to poverty. And so she was always like penny pinchers, mm. coupons. Yeah. Like, man, I get over it. All right. Speaking of the <laughs> You're Great 90, Depression, spend your fucking money. Lady. How do you handle mood swings and shit that the comedians tend to have? The sadness. I don't know. I I did actually on my Insta story yesterday. I was talking about being happy and sad, mm-hmm. and uh, because I'm not depressed, I'm not suicidal. I mean, maybe some mild depression, but like, yeah. there's mad highs and lows. Because mm-hmm. like, I'll do a fucking theater gig with Chris D'Elia and Damn. then come back here and do an open mic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the reality. Like people think you're a fucking rock star. You're like, yeah. all right, one night. What about the next night? Mm. until you build up your fan base to become yeah like chris or <laughs> yeah. theo or rogan or uh, yeah, silverman or whoever the fuck yeah. and uh yeah dude it's crazy like yeah. and even on the road with him you just do a a, a sold out show two thousand people and rip it mm-hmm. and you're high off adrenaline but then there's the come down and then you're mm. just like in your hotel like even though the come down might be normal yeah it still feels so low because of how high you were running. That's what coffee does to me. Yeah. Like coffee makes me sad after. I never oh, knew. I just started that's drink- how you keep drinking. I know. <laughs> that's what I, I just started drinking coffee this year. I never drank it. I am addicted to coffee. Man, I got some I cold it. brew in there. I that's got cold funny. brew concentrate. Yeah, man, I don't, I I'm, got, I'm a, I'm I a rook, so I don't know shit about it, dog. All I know is does my make my eye twitch. <laughs> was that then all how I you want get? it? Then I want I love it. Coffee that now, was my man. favorite tweet I ever tweeted. I said, "If the coffee doesn't make me shit my pants, Hilarious. I don't want it." Hell yeah! That's how you know. It's, that's how you know it's good. It's like when you're smoking marijuana and you coughing or whatever. 
I might actually wear those shoes. Oh, okay. You mean like you would actually buy them? I'm a particular. I got Vans till That's the day I die, but I do love and appreciate Nikes, and I always want a pair of Jordans or some shit like that, but I get in my head. It's like it's like out of character. Uh, I, I stay in character too, man. If I wore Nikes on stage, I did one time, and I was in my head, my set. Just, and I, was like, th- and I just didn't even notice. <laughs> I'm a phony. But you have, you have your whole brand. You have your whole look. Yeah. You were talking about yesterday at the store how you wear the same shit every day. Every day. I wear the same shit. Today is one of the only days I'm not wearing like a zip-up hood. I do have a scarf with me because my neck gets cold. Like it's hot as hell. I don't know where the fuck This is California, sir. Dude, my neck is always cold, man. If the AC is on, I need my neck covered. Who the hell has a cold neck in summer? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. I hate the AC, dog. I I, I hate the AC. The AC makes my throat scratchy. How do you, it does a little bit, it's, it's yeah. a little wonky in there, but how, wait, but to touch, I talked about it, but how do you deal with the high highs and low lows of stand-up? How you do amazing uh, the shows? stand doesn't bother me, man, it's the coffee. It's the coffee? Yeah, man. <laughs> Maybe the, the coffee just fucking with you. No. No, the, I need the coffee, back. though. The coffee is great for writing for me. It's like, oh, shit, this is nice. Nice little performance enhancer. I just, I'm a sober Sally, so I always loved coffee my entire life, but the moment I got sober... It was like I liked it to like no this is yeah. this this is me yeah I, there's nothing I can't you can't take this away from me like that I used to deal with um I used to do like the the positive self talk you know I tell you the one thing that that really works man is 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 appreciation I almost said gratitude but appreciation in my opinion that's the is same no no it's not Mm-mm. how is that different it's just they have a different <laughs> vibration man. Gratitude and gratitude and appreciation. Appreciation is a little gratitude. More pure. I think I hate now because of the restaurant gratitude. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and you have to you. order. Don't you have to order a weird way? Has anybody? I've been never there? been there. It's vegan shit. Oh yeah, they say shit like just they, they force positive. I'm all about positivity, but don't force that shit on me <laughs> like you're a fucking uh, uh, Jehovah's Witness knocking at my fucking door. Like I might have joined you a long time ago if you wouldn't. have knocked on my goddamn door at 8 a.m yeah. no man like my thing is first thing in the morning and i did not do it today because i could tell my energy's off is uh i like to go list the things i'm thankful for you want to rub some of my rocks no uh it sounds like you're talking <laughs> about your balls my dude nah i meant my little bowl of rocks right there what the fuck is that man it's this good vibration man, shit i man. heard that's bullshit you're dude. bullshit let me find out <laughs> do you rub them together like like nah, i just like your style i'm fascinated with them um chris can you mobile give me that big rainbow fluorite right there that fat spear laying flat next to the knife yeah that one look at this shit man come on dude no, I see what you do. That's gorgeous. That no, that's like no perverted symbol. shit. It's just pretty. Can't this you appreciate nice, man. that? I, I like the energy of these rocks. I'm man. telling you, man. The reason I'm so fascinated, I've talked about it before, is this was fucking dirt, people. This was dirt pressurized over millions of years, thousands of years. I don't it's really crazy, know the man. science of it. And then it metamorphosized, I don't know if that's a real word, into this shit. And that's fascinating. That's like you, man. That's what I'm talking about. You I love were- butterflies change. This was dirt. That was dirt. It's all, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm fascinated with it. And then if you want to get into a hippie vibrational shit, it's supposed to do stuff. I don't remember what that was and what that one represents because that's how I roll. I just like it. But, you know. I do like the smooth rocks, my dude. Well, back to talk about what you're talking about. When you talk about what you appreciate, whenever I have moments of true happiness and bliss, 
it's always when I'm thankful for what I got. Like, damn, yeah. I'm making money at stand up and yeah. I don't have to work at Trader Joe's anymore. Yeah. That's when I have like, oh, fuck, you're doing it. Like, this yeah. is what you always dreamed of. Mm-hmm. And it takes forever. And a f- you're going to be a big starter, man. You, you, you kill hard. Thank you, man. You beat it up, man. You kill hard, too. Thank you, man. I, you're I, funny. There's a reason you, you're man. on this podcast. Hey, well, you're I'm funny as fuck, dude. We always see it. each other on Monday night yeah, at the man. comedy store potluck. Craig gets up there. and I, I, I like the people that beat it up, man. You got to. Yeah. What, are the, what are those pussies dilly-dallying <laughs> around? That's the comedy store. <laughs> Fucking crush, bitch. Beat it up, man. I don't crush. understand. The, the, uh, what are you doing? I'm gonna try a new idea. You got three minutes. I know. <laughs> Murder, bitch. I know. That's what I dealt with yesterday. I was like, oh man, I'm gonna try not. See, I would never try anything brand brand new. But the next, sometimes it's hard for me. So they 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 grow up, right? The bits grow yeah. up. The hits. You don't want to only do the hits, right? Because it's like I on, agree. Man. Yeah. But you can do a new esque. That's that's, been tr- that's what's hard for me. Yeah. That's where I was last night. It's like it's not. I'm not. I'm not open mic yet. That's a, yeah. I'm here to oh, kill. No, yeah. I'm. These are the new guys that have been killing. Yeah. But it's still scary. Yes. When when you're bringing up the new guys that are when because it's it's just something about that room, man. man. It's so good. They've been crushing on the minor leagues. Yeah. And now it's time to bring them up to the Dodgers. Yep. It's just like, all right, guys. I know you're good. This is not. You didn't just start playing. And when they smash up there, you're like, like, oh, uh, yes. And it's almost like a flex too. It's like the ego, but it's like because you see some of the same dudes doing the same bits over and over. I have like a quick starter. I start do the same, but that's just to win them over. It's a trick, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm fine with that. Yeah. And then I, I'll be like, oh, yeah, you haven't seen this cousin's pussy shit. <laughs> ah, I love that joke. Oh, you only seen the grandma pussy, huh? <laughs> I have so many jokes about my family's pussies. It's so weird. I love your cousin's one, though. <laughs> That's a good how'd one. You, how'd you get into stand-up? Just always a, a knucklehead, and uh, it was kind of, as you know, in in your blood, in your DNA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I worked with this fool named Brian Granger, very funny guy. I think he got somebody pregnant and gave up moving yeah, to North Carolina. It happens. Yeah, but uh, he's very funny. I think he's still killing it out there, but he's like, hey, man, you're crazy. You got to come do open mics with me. And then I was like, all right, I will, I will. And then like a year goes by, I was like, I will. And then I got arrested for the firecracker horse assaulting thing. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> I, I threw firecrackers at police. Have you seen that bit? No. Okay. That's an old hit. Okay. That's old, a, that's great a, I'll hit. bring it back out yeah, at the okay. comedy store. And then, uh, so after that, I was finally, I was like, hey, Brian, let's go do this. I need a, I need a, a new yeah. direction. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, did one open mic, got one laugh. The rest is history. Damn. Where I'm were getting you? addicted. Where's your open mic? Bliss Art oh, House shit. Cafe. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. Ah, With Martin Fountain. He's Martin selling, is my dude, he's man. He's selling Heinekens in the foam oh, cups. Yeah, I had about six of them before I went out because I was so nervous. I was like, hey, he's like, okay. Then you had to go to the AA meeting after. Yeah, yeah. Martin is my dude, man. You went to Bliss. What night was that? Tuesday, Wednesday? Uh, yeah. That's yeah. funny, man. I, Bliss that is OG gone, right? Yeah, it's gone. It's been gone for uh, at least five wow. years. I a long time. I used, that used to be part of my my uh circuit yeah yeah i started the haha i remember seeing jamar neighbors there did you and uh josh adam myers yeah man those guys came in after me man 
I remember seeing them start. I remember seeing him, Gerard Carmichael. I remember seeing all those guys as rookies. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's always crazy when you're doing comedy long enough where people come in, blow up, and go. And then people come in, blow up, and go. It's crazy. I this know, game man. is insane. It's painful sometimes. Yeah. Because you're like, damn. Because when you're good, you think that that's enough. And it's just not, man. No, that's what people don't understand. It doesn't yeah. matter how fucking funny you are. Yeah, it's, man. It's the business it's yeah. viral videos it's did you book shit it's you have reps did they pick you it's luck like it's, it's not luck no no it's, it's strategy luck. it's, it's strategy, strategy man it's absolutely strategy but there's some fools that pop in two four years and i'm not knocking them but that's luck they're talented and it. they have it but a lot of people have it a lot Carmichael popped in like three years it felt like well, he's a fucking genius. Yeah, well, that doesn't count. I hate when people compare people to the genius. Yeah. Michael Jordan, hey, stop. Yeah. Don't talk about Michael. Talk about Scotty. Yeah. Talk about BJ Armstrong. I'm just saying there's so many different ways. It, it, it's just no rhyme or reason. Yeah. And there is luck. There is there is absolutely luck to this. It's there's like, some luck, man. There's but... people that get picked, and you're like, him or her? But she's so much doper in every way, shape, and form. But the, the business pick them yeah but they see dollar signs in them here's what's funny though but man that's their that's fine good for them but but it was intentional though like i remember when i i remember i read this thing about michael jackson and they were saying that after his first after off the wall right i think he won one grammy or some shit and he was mad he's like fuck that and the next one i'm gonna kill him i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna win eight grammys thriller yeah yeah it, and it's like when I was a kid, I would have thought it was just the next album. No. He, got, he had the best producer in Quincy Jones. They deliberately set out to make the best album ever. Yeah. And they got all the great bass players, the great writers. They brought the all-star team in for that. Yeah. It wasn't just, all right, next album, what we going to do? Kind of like horror. No, it was, this is what I'm setting out to do. And so when I look at you having a vision board, when I look at you knowing exactly what you want, and people could say, oh, man, Craig is just hot because he with Dalia. That's that's a hater. You're yeah. hot because you you meant to be hot. You meant to be hot. You This is this is not an accident, dude. And you're talented. Well, thank you. You put the talent with the thought. <laughs> I don't know how to take compliments, so I just got all quiet. You yeah, know how it goes. Quiet, shit. So anyway, you started at Bliss, and then what happened? Then I was a scared little bitch, so I went to improv for about two, three years. Like Yes and Improv? Mm -hmm. Okay. At okay. Second City, I went through that program. Not knocking improv. I'm just saying I was scared of stand-up. Mm -hmm. uh, so I took a class at stand-up, and then I had one show, and I... I did extremely well, but it didn't matter. I was terrified, so yeah. I was like, ah. Who'd you, who'd you take a class with? Uh, Greg Dean. Oh, man. I, I learned how to write a joke from Greg Dean. Yeah. Man, and I got this green that green book. Yeah. Yeah, Justin Nick learned how to write a joke from that green book. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't learn shit from him. That's hilarious. Because I was a stoner, and I just <laughs> didn't listen. Not because he's not a good teacher. Yeah. I just literally didn't absorb anything i just needed to pay money to go to a class to go to the to forced you force me yeah. and also i knew nothing so they taught you where open mics were mm -hmm. you know and then i had a showcase at the comedy store i mean a a, a stand-up graduation showcase not like a yeah. showcase showcase yeah yeah uh and then uh 
I did well, dude. I got like two applaud breaks, and I still almost threw up before and after. That's hilarious. I was so terrified that I didn't touch a mic for like a fucking year. I can't understand. That. I don't either. I don't. I still. I may. I get mad at myself, but I knew. At least I was Man. smart enough to know that. Okay, like you're so scared, but yeah. I wanted to be in the comedy universe. So I was yeah. like, go to Second City. Yeah. Because then it's group. It's yeah. safer. It's still stable comedy. Yeah. So and comedy. then I did the whole program there, and then I did UCB, and then I met Grant Damn. Lyon and Maddie Goff. And uh, Grant Lyon basically said, you got to stop being a little bitch and go do it. And I love him forever for that. And then Maddie Goff pointed me in the direction of this fool named Jerry Katzman. It was another teacher in a class. And that's where I actually learned and absorbed sh stuff. Mm. But I also almost got kicked out of his class because I was drinking and smoking during it. Damn, drinking, smoking, straight West Coast. Yeah, because he said no drugs in class. And, he, and then he was telling me stuff one day and I wasn't, I was just... Faded. you know and he's like are you high i was like no i can't lie for shit and then he uh it got awkward and he's like he's like if you, he's like i think he kicked me out of class or said go outside what is this fourth grade what <laughs> step outside young no man. that happened at second city because i was high and she's like you, you listening to me she's like get out of the class i'm like oh fuck i gotta stop getting high <laughs> that's hilarious dude fuck those but anyways now he helped me and then the, and then i took Anyways, after that, I got sober, and not because of that, but like then, the program, real sober, like real sober. Oh, shit. And then, uh, and then it's been on, been on like Donkey Kong, baby. Did sobriety change your life? Absolutely, hundred percent. It improved. Uh, my life just literally started going like this the second I put down the bottle and the pipe. Mm. Onward and upward, baby. Vibrate yeah. higher. Fuck that negative bullshit. Damn, man, you said the pipe. Well, yeah, well, I did hit the pookie a few times, but I was Damn. talking about weed mainly. <laughs> the pookie. Uh, I hit all city. pipes. I don't discriminate. Oh, shit. I <laughs> fucks with pipes, son. Hit the so. two, baby. Uh, <laughs> oh. I hit the pookie. God damn. Um, you know. What it you is what do? it you is, gotta, man. You gotta what live the fuck life? I look like judging you, man? Yeah, I got man. my own shit. I got a garden and crystals. I love the garden, man. And then what happened, man? Then you, then you started. So then you put the shit down, and then what happened? Uh, I, I became a microphone fiend. I had to fill the void. Ah, because you're an addict. I'm an addict. But yeah. this is a much healthier yes. than the pookie. Yes. It's an outlet. It's therapeutic. It's cathartic. It's a mm. tangible, visceral, palpable energy. I use big words there, baby. That was nice. I've been reading. See, you now it makes sense why you're so good, though. You could touch the energy. Just, you know. So, I'm, I, honestly, this is what I'm getting from you. One of the reasons why you're so good, besides the fact that your talent is you the way you the way you approach your game, dude? You're an addict, and you harness your addiction here. Yeah, to positive outlet. Now that makes sense. No wonder, dude, because you get up there and beat it up. I mean, you guys obviously, if you're here, you probably have heard. But Craig is not playing. He don't fuck around. Craig is. You hear the laughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm addicted to it. But that's good though, man. Uh, yeah. Like Michael Jordan, man, he he's he's obsessed. Kobe obsessed. These people aren't normal, man. They're no. obsessed. Jerry Seinfeld obsessed. I sometimes it's a bad obsession because I literally yeah. just did a uh, show, my buddy Mark Hayes show at the Laugh Factory last Wednesday, and I ripped it. I did. Yeah, yeah. I had a good set. But you know when you could have made some moves to make that hit harder, yeah. impossible, applaud yeah. break there or yeah. this there or whatever. I made two or three mistakes and I was living in my head like, yeah. 
oh fuck and i was like oh i fucked up and mark's like what are you mad like you just crushed yeah, and i was like yeah. oh man i could have done better yeah of course as literally living in my head it like affected me and uh, and then he's he literally's like you're fucking mental man like that's what i had to do last night i was mad about the set so mad i had to listen to it on the way to the car and i was like all right man i guess it wasn't that bad yeah, it's crazy how you could be so upset at yourself. Then you listen to the recording, yeah, and you're like, "I crushed!" Yeah, I like, like, "What are yeah. you talking about?" Because I, the expectations are high, man. Yeah. It's like what I what I related to is home run derby for for baseball fans. Like, if you've ever hit a you ever hit a baseball, yeah, of course. All right, so when you really hit it, you know that that feeling yeah. of when it hits the bat, you know it's gone. It's the same with a joke, man. When you hit it right, yeah, and when you hit it wrong. And it just, you know, it goes it still to the could wall. Be a base hit. Yeah. It could even be a double, but you're like, but we're it ain't playing no home run derby home here. Run. We're going home run derby. So yeah. when you're trying to hit home runs, you want to hit 36 home runs. I don't know what the number is. And you don't hit it out. You know, as soon as you hit it, that it's not going out. You're like, fuck. Yeah. And just, that's what jokes are when you, when you got hits. And you got hits, and you know how to really get them out of there. And you don't, and you're like, oh, man. Like, Everybody's ah. laughing, but you're just like, no, ah. I know how to hit that joke. Yeah, I know how to really, I know how to have a set where I have fifty laughs and have them all go deep out the park. And when I don't, when one of them hits the wall, you're just like, damn it! You're like, hey, that was a punchline, <laughs> motherfuckers! Yeah. It hit the wall, and everybody's like, yeah, but it went to the wall. You're like, all right, man, thanks, but I was, I came up here to hit fifty home runs. Yeah, and so that's the frustration. It's a good, it's a good bad thing. Yeah, it's, it's we need to take it easy on ourselves. I, exactly, but so, you need to have it to become. But great, better. Jerry Rice. He never enjoyed a game. No, did you watch that documentary about him and Wayne Gretzky? And uh, no, where is it? Oh, I was on an airplane. I don't remember, but it was. <laughs> I, we could. Google There's two it. things I got to look up. I got to look at the polyamory shit, and then I got to look up this 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 Wayne Gretzky Jerry Rice. Yeah, that was a beautiful documentary. Two Pele. Man. It was about the greats. It's about Wayne Gretzky, Jerry Rice, Pele, and maybe Jordan. These guys are monsters. And they said something about Jordan on his Hall of Fame speech. Oh, man. Did you watch that shit? <laughs> Asshole. Dude, but they said that for him, that was like it was anger, asshole, yeah. whatever, name and fool. Yeah. But that's the anger and the fuel yeah. that fired his ass up to be the greatest <laughs> yeah. NBA player to ever touch a basketball. By the way, I like assholes. No, no yeah, uh, okay. you can't even say no homo no more. But yeah, big I homo. Like, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> big <laughs> homo. I like <laughs> I like assholes because I'm an asshole. By the way, yeah. my dad's an asshole, um, and you know one of my sons is an asshole. So like being an asshole is. I like asshole. Do you know what an asshole is? Asshole is a person that does what the fuck they want to do. A good asshole, though, because there's bad assholes and there's good assholes. Either way, because here's what it is, man. People, everybody wants to control you, manipulate you, right? So if I say, hey, Craig, man, let's go walk to the Laugh Factory and you don't want to go, you're an asshole. And it's not fair. You should be able to be like, no, that doesn't work for me. Yeah. Man, I wanted Craig. I I went to Craig's house. I did his podcast. All I asked was, could you walk with me to Laugh Factory? He said no. Man, he's a dick. No, he's not. He just doesn't want to walk to the Laugh Factory. You're a dick. You you're a dick because you won't allow Craig to say no. Yeah. That's so. I like assholes because they have the courage to be like, nah, that don't work for me. Yeah, 
I do appreciate that. I'm learning how to say no more yeah, in life because like, nah. it's just like, no, I don't have time for that. I don't want to do that. Hey, you want to go to this, this, this? Yeah, sure, show? Like, no, no, don't. No, I don't. What are you going to do? Not be with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. I love the assholes. Assholes. And you're like, going to think I'm an asshole. It's really, I don't want to. But it's, it's to embrace the asshole and be like, yeah, I guess I am, dude. Yeah. I guess I am. Because you know what? Nah. Don't want to. Yeah, nah. what, what did he say during his speech? He basically said, like, fuck the high school coach. And he named his first and last name that didn't pick me. <laughs> he or didn't like, say fuck the high school no, coach. He just put him on blast. Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, just I mean, like, okay, he didn't literally say fuck, but he's like, this is for you. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. Sam Bowie, you got picked over me. Yeah. How'd that work out for y'all? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Isaiah Thomas, you froze Where me you out. Where you at now, Sam? Yeah. You got a $500 million shoe deal? No. No, you're wearing my shoes, aren't you, bitch? <laughs> and the irony is Sam Bowie played in Portland where Michael Jordan works for Nike or worked with Nike, which is in Portland. And, you know, Michael Jordan ended up wearing red and black Air Jordans where people walk around Portland with red and black Air Jordans with their red and black Portland jerseys. Yeah. It could have been Jordan. Yeah. How'd that work out for you? I do. I, it, it is fuel. Like, because when people get picked over you yeah. uh, to get past. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and stuff and it's not knocking them or their skill set yeah. most of those guys are all my friends and i love them and i'm happy for them but it's it's more so like okay now i have to level up yeah now i have to book a fucking movie now mm-hmm. I, you know what i mean it's fuel it's fire for under that ass yeah it's not hate no it's 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 uh it's yeah it's just like okay what do i have to do next like you said michael jackson okay all right quincy bring in this yeah Bringing bring thunder thumbs on yeah. the bass and Rod Templeton on the right. Yeah, get him, get him, get get put together the super team. We're yeah. about to go Let's fuck go. shit up. I'm coming back hard. Yeah, it, and that and that only comes from rejection, which you know our our bitch ass kids aren't getting because they don't. You know, everybody wins. You know, we we're just talking about today on my podcast how the guy, this guy said that. A coach was fined because they scored 36 points and you only can beat the team by 31. So they find a, a Little League NFL, not Little League, Little League football coach, whatever it's called, Pop One or whatever. 500 bucks, man. They he find his, Yeah, because he beat the team 36 to you know nothing. What, you, yeah, what, <laughs> I got no words. As too short would say, you're going to raise a bitch. Yeah, yeah, man. They're raising little bitches. Yeah, dog. Little bitches fucking win. There's my, winners and losers. Yeah, my boy That's said. On, my boy said on the podcast today. He said um, he was coaching and he was getting his ass beat. His, you know, his son's team was losing, and they turned the score off <laughs> to not hurt the kids' feelings. And the lo- oh. and my boy who was losing was like, "Turn that shit back on." You lose. Sometimes Let them you lose. see their ass whooping. Yeah. <laughs> You need to feel that. Yeah. You need to feel that ass whooping so you'll go out. And play harder. And, and call Quincy Jones. Yeah. And get Rod and get Thunder Thumbs and get the team together. This is a fucking soft ass pussy ass Call the homies world. up, man. Let's get them. Let's go ride on their ass. I'll get my, my, my ghetto cousins to fucking. Let's go get these motherfuckers. Thump them real quick. Hey, man, you need that though, dude. You do, man. Everybody needs to get knocked out. Yeah, man. You need to hear the truth, dog. You need to hear... Like right right now, I'm having to embrace being broke. It's hard to embrace because I've made a lot of money in this show business, man. But like, fuck that. I don't have it now. Yeah. And that is your value as a man. And don't you lie to yourself and act like it's not. 
If you're broke as a man, you're an equivalent of an ugly woman. Your Nobody's value, buying your shit. <laughs> your value is your dough. Stop. Don't believe that it's any other thing. If you don't have money, you ain't shit as a man. Get your money right. And I'm, this is from a motherfucker that's damn near overdrawn every day this year. <laughs> this fucking year's been rough. But fuck that shit. I'm embracing broke right now. I've been to uh, cash advance paycheck to paycheck. It's no way to live. I was on, I was that way for two years. Ugh. But but that lit the fire into your ass. Yeah. And if you would have turned the fucking score scoreboard off and be like, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not broke. broke. Yes, you are, bitch. Say it right now. Say it with me. I am broke. <laughs> yeah. I am broke as fuck. And it's nothing worse than a broke man. Women get to be broke. Motherfuckers is looking to give them a full ride scholarship, man. But if you're a man and your girl pays your fucking bills, she'll do it temporarily. But no woman wants that as her permanent assignment. And also, too, if you're a man that is okay with it, there's there's something like. It's vaginal, dog. It's, it's character defect or yeah, something. Bro. Because I've dated a millionaire girl and she paid for everything, and I was fine with it, but like I couldn't marry her and have that because like it's in. I was like, no, I want to provide. I want to buy you yes. a house. It's. I want to buy you worried, the purse. Bro. I don't want you to buy my belt. You know, that's some bitch ass <laughs> shit. You might as well bend the fuck over, dude. Yeah, and let her strap it on, homie. Only yeah. hurt a lot. She did with that rock right there. Yeah, man. There you go. Craig, <laughs> since you want to. Motherfucker. Ow. <laughs> shit. Turn it. Turn it. Get them. Yeah, because it's something. Uh, I don't know. Just uh, it's 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 primordial. It's like I don't. I didn't like it. And we didn't work out because she, she was crazy as fuck. Mm. Uh, what a shocker. Wait a minute. So is the next one going to be crazy? Because newsflash. The next one's going to be crazy, too. I'm not saying this one. I've only dated crazy women. Well, that's what you're attracted to. Mm-hmm. And you got to understand that you, that's just your cross to bear. You better just, either that or you're going to be they're bored. Getting a little less, they're getting a little less crazy. Well, good. <laughs> a little bit more sweet crazy and that's vindictive crazy. I love when I see a happy couple because I'm thinking he has no idea he's going to hate that bitch. <laughs> In five years, you're going to hate her so bad. She's going to hurt you. Not because she cheats or she throws things on your face. She's going to expect you to be what you're not and look at you with disdain. And it's going to hurt so fucking bad, Chris. She's going to go from looking at you like a hero to like, ugh. Yeah. ugh. <laughs> and that's what. <laughs> that's uh. what you he used to get about? the door for me. Dude, when your woman doesn't like you, mm, oh. that's the worst. Don't touch me, baby. Because when a woman is sprung, is nothing happier than a sprung woman. Yeah, it's but so But when good. that wears off, it's just like, oh, what did I do? She's found out. <laughs> <laughs> she found out that she I suck. <laughs> Get me out of here. She knows that she's been known. I got to yeah. go. I can't just stay here and have you hating me. It is truly a beautiful feeling when a, oh a woman God, is just dude. in love with you. It's nothing it better. It feels so good. Craig. Like, wow, she there, rubbed my back. That's why guys get married, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Because of that feeling. Yeah. Ladies, if you want a fool, you want to suck on fool to marriage, you got to get it while he's sprung. Yeah. Because that old, we've been together nine years, and good luck with that shit. Yeah. He, he, you're not sprung anymore. Your power is your love. That is their, a woman's greatest gift is her love. Little girls, four-year-old girls, they have an I in their name. They're dotting their eyes at the age of four with hearts already. Women, their love is their gift. Yeah, our gift is are these motherfuckers right here. 
our earning ability. I work on my hands. Hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like our man yeah, shit yeah, our, is our, our gift. It's tools. It's our, work. It's our ability to lift that shit from the high shelf. Yeah. You know, that's our gift. Their gift is their heart. Our gift is our providing and our masculinity. And when that fucking love leaves, ugh, ugh, it's over. Ugh. When you stop fucking, ugh. nothing lasts forever. Nothing does, man. Except for that rock right there. Yeah, man. That's why they like that diamond. It's, <laughs> as Janet Jackson said, when you go, they'll stay with you until the end. Actually, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis probably said that because they wrote this shit. <laughs> I think they wrote that. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. We just took it to a weird place, correct? What's going on in your eyes, dog? I was trying to understand <laughs> what we were just talking about. About Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis or the love shit? All of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why your teacher was like, what the fuck happened to Craig? He's I not high, he just zones. He just zones sometimes. It's not the drugs, it's Craig. When I was opening for Chris, he was talking to me. And he's like, bro, are you hearing any of the fucking words coming out of my How'd mouth? How'd you guys meet? You and Delia? Uh, Michael Lenoci introduced me to him. And I say this on stage, but it's true. The first interaction I ever had with Chris, he goes, hey, man, you got any gum? And I go, no, but I got bad breath. And then, <laughs> and then he goes, you're weird, man. And I was like, all right. And that was it. That was the first uh, at the improv. And then uh, now he lets me open for him. So I always say that on stage. So I was like, God how bless did, that How point. did that conversation come up about you opening? Uh, I think Mike planted the seed in his ear he's like no nah, this kid's funny because they had like a local host and it was like a stranger and it is mike a comic yeah okay is he a headliner or an opener he's trying to be a headliner okay how come he didn't want to open he was he's featured oh, okay. he was oh, host it. you know gotcha so he was featuring uh it was irvine improv and then the last time they did it they had a local host and it's not like they didn't like the kid but it was yeah. like let's hook up a homie yeah, like please. why have a stranger yeah it in just the green room it fucks so, the vibe up yeah so the next time he's like dude bring this kid he's fucking great and then he did and uh i don't think chris had ever seen me mm -hmm. and then and then i ripped it and the rest is history how many minutes do you do when you're out with him Hosting mm -hmm. just like ten to twelve, That's uh, perfect. Featuring twenty, twenty-five. So the other guy, Lenochi, doesn't feature all the time. Uh, about eighty, ninety percent of the time. He does, but when he doesn't, I do. Oh, sweet, yeah. Yeah, I used to open for Cheryl Underwood. She's on the talk, Def Jam legend and shit. Yeah, and man. When I started opening for her, man, I started at three minutes, dude. Three, three, three. And they were there was three too long. Because I was up there eating a shit sandwich, extra cheese, hold the mayo. <laughs> I was getting my ass handed. Why? My material just wasn't. I had, so I had some LA shit when I did the hood rooms, but I wasn't ready for Cleveland. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? I wasn't ready for Memphis. You know, it's just a different confidence and a different style. Like, I like jokes. You got to be really confident standing in the pocket with your jokes. You know, I had to develop an act for Cheryl's crowd, which I still like. I still have the muscles that I got from touring with Cheryl for about three years. That's awesome. And it was like, God, I mean, I was getting I was bombing and she stuck with me. She was like, you'll be all right. And by the she end of the tour, it. she saw the light. Man, and I think maybe she just wanted to talk about her boyfriend, too. At the time, like that was my end. We used to talk about her dude because I was like her dude, and she would be like, "So why does he blah blah blah?" Let me, all right. and I wouldn't dirty mac him, which in the black community that means you talk shit about another a woman's man. 
But I'll be like, let me let me help you out. All he means is X blah 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 blah. You're good. Yeah. Do this, do that, he'll be fine. So I was I was coaching up. That's so funny. I got to open from our relationship talks. It's true though. Guys need help understanding women and yeah. women need help understanding guys. And he was a dude just like me. That was a thing. Yeah. So I was like, Oh yeah, I know what he's doing. You're like, nah, he's just <laughs> he's just He's good. He's just not ready yet. But as a man, I never dirty Mac. I I would not break the man code. Yeah. Even if I saw some shit that I was like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that doesn't that looks uh that looks malignant. Yeah. I would just now I wouldn't lie to her, but I would be like, I would look at the bright side of it. Yeah. Or I wouldn't focus on the negative because what I wasn't gonna do is sit up there and shit on this dude. It is weird the man code because there's many of times where I just wanted to tell a girl like, you should just run. As far away as you can, <laughs> but you can't. You can't. You're just yeah. like, ah, he's just going through a rough time. Yeah. Right? You know? you're yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. he's a monster. Get out of there, girl. But yeah. you can't do that. Otherwise, you're a backstabbing piece of shit. Yeah, I'm not usually a monster. I'm usually just what I want. They, they, we don't want the same thing. And I usually just bend until I don't want to bend anymore. And then I'm just mad. Yeah. I mean, I try not to attack. I just want to be left the fuck alone. I just here's what I want. I want to meet it. I want to do what I want to do, and you do what you want to do. I don't. I don't like controlling people. Just like that's why I'm not making a big deal of your fucking cat, dude. This is your goddamn house. Thank you for letting me be in your house. Thank you for I doing my podcast. Fine. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. I, I appreciate you, and and I will be fine. I don't like saying, man. I don't like imposing on people. I don't like trying to make people do things they don't want to do. How about this? Yep. In a perfect relationship, this is what it is. I do what the fuck I want to do. This is why. The perfect relationship to me is a guy and his buddies, right? You do what the fuck you want to do. I do what the fuck I want to do. And we don't have to say goodbye. Never. <laughs> hey, Craig, why do you say bye? You Eat didn't a dick, say bye to me last night. <laughs> exactly. Who fucking cares? Who cares, dog? <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Hey, man, I haven't talked to Craig in two weeks. All right. I'll see yeah. him soon. You drove me there. There's fucking Uber, bro. Leave me alone. Yeah, I ain't <laughs> Lyft. It's perfect, man. The, yeah. the way guys it's relate. True. And whenever there's a guy that says something like that, I immediately go, oh, I hate. I don't oh, hate you, but like we will never shit? be friends. Yeah. Oh hell. Like, no. You didn't say hi to me at that old mic. Like okay, oh, really? well, I will never be close to you yeah, ever because you are strange. not a man. I understand. You're, I don't do it. <laughs> I swear to God. And so to me, the perfect relationship. Like I'm not. That would be like if you and I are best friends, and I'm like, hey man, you spend a lot of time with Chris, dude. Not Chris D'Elia, but this Chris. Yeah. Like, who gives a fuck, dude? He's my producer, man. Yeah. <laughs> he rubs my back. But I thought he was your producer, but I heard he spent the night last week. Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, he spent the night. He was drunk. Why are we having this kind of conversation? Yeah. Why does this conversation even exist? Who gives a fuck? I wanted to clarify something, too, because I, I said monster, and you said I'm not a monster. Because there, there, there are monsters, but yeah. then there are dudes that we never wanted to be in this to begin with. <laughs> What man? You speaking the gospel now? You know what I mean. Like, yeah. you, like we just like you, yes, and being around you sometimes, yeah. and then you want you, other stuff. Boom. We never agreed to that. We never said we wanted that. You, you just wanted asshole. out of us. Yep. And now I want to go barebacking on the weekend. Hey, why and not? I'm an asshole. I'm just kidding. But I, you know, I'm not <laughs> kidding though. I'm really not kidding. That's exactly what even. I'm saying. <laughs> Hilarious. That's what I'm saying. It's like, all right. So I like, we didn't sign up for that. No. I enjoy my time with you, right? I see you every Saturday. We have sex every time I see you. It's great, right? Now you want to take over my Sundays too now. It's like, okay, you can have Sunday. And then you want my Tuesday. And then my Monday. And then now it's like, well, 
I used to fuck this other girl on Thursdays. I can't fuck her no more. I can only fuck you. Yeah. And that sucks. I don't know a guy who really just wants to have sex with one woman, but okay. <laughs> and so now, because I love you, I'm only fucking you. And now you don't want to have sex. And now I can't have sex with these other women. I got to just wait for you to be in the mood. That's whack. And that's that's half of fucking America. Just every dude just waiting for his girl to finally be in the mood. <laughs> when before she took over his life, he had a nice little squad. He could do whatever the fuck he wanted. I felt like uh, we absolutely dropped a lot of truth on this podcast today. And there absolutely will be a lot of angry women. <laughs> Why? What, are you, what, are you, what is to be angry about? I can see if I was like, hey, you bitches, you smell like shit, you stanky hoe bitch. That, be angry for that. But me just saying that, hey, man, this is what I want and I want. It's because they're afraid. If they're bad, if you're mad right now, you're afraid that your guy is like me. That's what it is. Hey, and guess what? There's about 90% chance he is. Because <laughs> we're all the same. Not all of us. Some guys are mild, dude. Yeah, that's the 10%. Yeah, so go get a mild guy. Yeah, get a mild guy. That's Don't my get thing. A, don't get a coxman. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, there's some good dudes out there that you won't fuck with. You're too busy trying to tra change this other guy. The thing I want to get out, like, you could be a good dude and still like to fuck around. That's my point. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I didn't, you know what I mean? Like I hate the morals that are attached to he's good or bad because he likes to have sex with other women. No, he likes to have sex with other women because he likes to have sex with other women. And you want him, you're the asshole because you're trying to stop him from doing something you love to do. Yeah. Or better yet, I'm in high school, right? I'm with this girl, I have sex with her best friend. So what does she do to me? She goes and fucks my best friend just to hurt me. I didn't fuck her best friend to hurt her. <laughs> I always wanted to fuck her best friend. <laughs> and I finally got the chance. God is good. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, finally got yeah. blessed with that ass. And I, and I made it happen. You did what you did. Specific, you, this girl picked. She, she went down to my list of friends. And she was like, I'm going to fuck all of them. Because you hurt me. Uh, and she, you know what that means? What? It was a good time to be your friend. <laughs> you ain't lying. Man, my boys were like, hey, dog, nothing hey, personal, thanks, but Kyle. your girl's mad Woo. at you. <laughs> hey. I was off the hook. Hey, man. Some of them got babies now because of oh, that. Bad time Good to be your that. friend. Bad time to be your friend. <laughs> Good luck with that. Oh. Fuck it, Let's man. See. I don't even know where we are. Oh, we did an hour. Okay. Hour, now the good, the good stuff. Hey, man, let me get a good old uh, embarrassing shitting of Shit, the pants. Shitting of the pants? <laughs> yeah. I right, do that again. Dookie let me not booty. step on it. Okay. I didn't well, step on what? That's it. Just give me the poop, man. All right. All right. Give me the poop. Give me the poop. <laughs> I'm a bad man. Yeah. Give, give me the loop. loop. Give me the loop. Um, I have one, dude. Ninth grade, dude. Uh, summer school. Cobb Junior High School. So I went to Frisbee. I'm, I'm from Rialto, California. We had three junior highs at the time. Um, Frisbee, Cobb, and Rialto. I'm at Frisbee. This particular summer, summer schools at Kolb, I live near Frisbee. That means it's far as fuck. So the summer school would rotate like the baseball all-star game, right? So this year, summer school's far. You got to walk, right? There's no fucking, I'm not Ubering. My mom's not dropping me off. Fucking walk, kid. Yeah. You're not getting kidnapped. Fucking walk. Stop being a bitch. So I walked, and that shit was far. Like, if I went on my phone and told you how far it was, it's at least two, maybe three miles. It's far. Yeah. I fucking walked. But I had the bubble guts on the way home, my dude. And I was like, oh. 
and I got lost. And I was like, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Shit, shit my shorts, dude. Parents were stupid. I should have threw them motherfuckers Short, away. Shorts? Oh, I had on shorts. Boxers dog. or briefs? No, no. So I had on shorts because it's summer school. Yeah. I had on probably briefs. Okay, so yeah. held it a little bit. Yeah, oh, definitely held it all. Oh, that's good. That's oh, yeah. good. There's nothing worse than going down your leg on the walk home. No shit, no. I think I got a little shit down the leg. Bears <laughs> <laughs> was fucking stupid, Craig. My dumb ass loved the shorts so bad. I don't know why I didn't just wash them or clean them. I crumbled them up and hit them. Why? Embarrassed, dude. I shit my pants as a fucking 14, 15 year old. Oh man, that shit is normal in my house. So I'll be like, Mom, I shit my pants again. <laughs> okay, bring them here, honey. I got the shout out. Ah! <laughs> Your mom Mexican? Yeah. That's beautiful. That's Mexican moms are she the shit. She be shitting her pants. She's the one who taught me. She gave me up. She, she, was she on a kiki to tequila? <laughs> no, she's uh, just on too much sweets. Okay, shit. All right. What is she, <laughs> does sweets make you shit? I don't know. No, I fuck it's it. not a healthy woman. I mean, no diss to the black moms. I'm just saying the, the Mexican dynamic is different. You yeah. Know what I mean, so anyway. just a lot of beans and, you know, I love beans. use lard in the cooking yeah. and Man. fried foods. Yeah. Mexican bread and just, you know, hot chilies make a make a squirt out your asshole something. <laughs> yeah. You know? So I, I did that. And one day, shout out to my mom. She just washed them one day and I noticed them clean i was like oh oh <laughs> poor mom but it was it too late did it i think it was too late it was too late you gotta do that the minute i know but i was embarrassed like you know that just holds i'm them embarrassed now yeah well, if I, in hindsight don't i went to the backyard Sixty thousand followers that that's a lot of people thing. what's up followers <laughs> i would have in hindsight i would have went outside in the backyard got take off my shorts sprayed them down yeah and then uh you know shouted them out and then you know, hand wash them as nasty as that sound. It the hose. It always gets out. See, I either I would wash them immediately or make amends and be like, I ain't worth it, and just throw it away. That's what I wish there's I would have no, done with these shorts. There's no crumpling it up and saving it for a later day. When, when sir. you're a, when you're a bitch ass motherfucker <laughs> trying to hide from the truth, which I was, you know, I try to shuffle it down under the fucking rug, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm glad that. I have always been the like, yeah, like this, uh, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> you, ain't gonna, you ain't gonna get a fucking scholar out of me, girl, or whatever. <laughs> this is it. You want it or you don't. I got nothing else. Hey man, when you gonna take your uh, viewers and listeners, especially viewers, on a tour of the plants and shit, man? I do on my Insta story. They, they, he angles the camera. He got cats shooting out a snot rocket last week. Okay. Uh, you know. Just wondering, dude. Yeah, they get it on the Insta story. Right. They see me Stop. do one-arm pull-ups with the story. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> no. I'm about to say, man, that shit's hard. I might be able to do a half of one. It's hilarious, man. Probably not. You do, you do have a Bill and Ted vibe, man. I'm sure you've heard that before. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm fine with it. I love it. I grew up watching Cheech and Chong. Uh, Mitch Hedberg was one of my favorites. Funny dude, man. Uh, Funny as fuck. Damn, Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. He was on that heroin cocaine. Ooh, we Took him out, man. Don't do it. John Belushi. He's on the same shit. Uh, Richter, R- Richard. R- River Phoenix. River Richard Pryor. Yeah. Greatest to ever do it right there. Well, I got them strong. doubled up. I got them on both sides. Uh-huh. I got them on vinyl. I actually bought two copies of that record 
so I could have one for art and one for my record collection. I like that, man. Dude, I have his complete uh, uh, collection. Collection. Well, my mom and dad loved him, so I got him very early on. Mm. And I, I didn't even know what I was laughing at as a kid. Mm-hmm. But then I watched all his movies, you know. See No Evil, Hear No Evil. Yeah, I remember that shit. And, uh, that was uh, Gene Hackman. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. When they he did was just two like, or three movies together. When they were in the, they were in some place that smelled bad, and he's like, I thought you let one go. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Because he couldn't see. And he was like, oh, wow, you didn't even say anything. You're so kind. And then uh, he he's just the man, dude. He's the greatest ever to do it, in my opinion. He's the Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan of comedy, man. Definitely. Yep. Richard you know Pryor. what's dope about Richard Pryor, man, is he not only, like, because I like, I'm just getting into Bill Cosby storytelling because I never give, I never was into it. But I was just like, let me, let me, because I, I noticed I'm starting to tell more stories. So even after Bill Cosby got in trouble, I was like, fucking, I'm downloading this shit. And I'm learning from him. But, but Richard Pryor, one of his best stories, man, he does this fucking prison play, man. I don't know if you remember this bit where it's a, he called it a sonnet play where he's in Kentucky, some prison, and they, from the stage, he paints a picture of being in jail in the in the like in the forties or whatever, and this production comes on to do a play. He does the he does the warden, he does the introduction, he does the whole play, and then he wraps up the joke. And I'm just like, this dude Richard Pryor, to me that was the one where I'm like, God damn. So you tell me you got your storytelling down. He has his, you know, his his political shit down. He does his observational that dude's a monster, man. So he did a play? He did a, in his stand-up set, I think this the joke is called Sonnet Play. I can find it for you. Was it, was it the one about him talking about going to Arizona State Prison with Gene Wilder? No. And and then Gene's talking to all the prisoners. He's like, hey, like they're nice guys. He's like, get away from them. Hilarious. He's like, they ain't, and the whole punchline, he's like, what are they going to do to us? Gene Wilder says that to Richard, and he goes, Fuck us. <laughs> so the bit is called um, Prison Play. Okay. And it's on Richard Pryor's anthology. Okay. It's, it's track two. Okay. And uh, it's between Super Nigger and Nigger with the Seizure, by the way. And so I'm not going to make okay. you read that. I do know those tracks. Yeah. So uh, it's called Prison Play. And it's so underrated. Nobody talks about it. It's not one of the legendary bits. Yeah. But I've I'll shit. After this, I'm going to let you hear it. What the the my favorite bit is uh Freebase. Oh man, it's oh classic. These, my the, 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 these are classics. That's what I'm oh saying. Oh my god. When he put the, the my friends that know me best know I like to have a little milk and cookies. <laughs> and I had that non fat white people milk and I dipped the cookie in the milk. Bam. Oh my god, dude. Dude and the Jim Brown bit. Uh, what, br- that's what, what I'm saying. What you gonna these, do, Rich? These all these legendary Richard Pryor bits. I like the mafia one too. If you don't know Richard Pryor, please, I know I, I'm not, I, I can't even do the bits, but the mafia yeah. bit when he goes, oh, when he uh, didn't get paid by the mafia after performing at oh, their club, yeah, yeah, he yeah, kicks yeah. in the door, he's like, where's my money? And they go, oh, this fucking guy, he has a gun, and he makes, for, oh, it's so good. I've only heard that once or twice, because I don't have all his shit. Let me see what I have from him. Yeah, man, I, I one day... Just recently, man, I just started stacking up my old comedy fucking albums. I used to uh, always go to sleep to a Richard Pryor album, and at the end of it, okay, that's good. That's good. Decent. Um, At the end of it, he does an interview, and he all and he talks about it's a Q and A, and he talks about let go, let God, meaning that 
he would just go up there with nothing mm. and just free flow. I love that. And he said, this is the, one of the greatest, he's like, he was so scared of that. And he, even though he would do it, he would just do it for about five minutes, but yeah. then he would go back to a bit because it's safe. And he would say, and he's trying to practice on more and more of being that just, just that. That's what yeah. he called it, let go, let God, just free flow. And he also talked about being sober because he was so drunk and on coke for many years not, coke not the whole time but drinking 25 years you know and he got sober towards the end and he said he felt like a baby like mm. he felt like he's experienced everything new for the first time because wow. he had just been intoxicated his whole goddamn life mm. it's good that's though. deep you know it made me think about my favorite my my perfect show so this is my perfect show man like i i like to have my bits i write down my set list of I've, i look at being a comedian like a being a dj right I got my crates. I got my albums in my crates, right? And and I look at the crowd, and I'm like, oh, they'll probably like this one. Yeah. Uh, they like, oh, they don't like this shit. That's all right. I'm going to give them this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And so in my perfect world, I like to go out there and freestyle first. Sometimes I even write on my notebook, freestyle first. And I'll throw all the bits in the air. And while I'm talking to somebody, they'll leave me do a bit or not. Like, I'll just, yeah. I can freestyle as long as I need to. And then they leave me to a bit. I'm like, okay, we'll do this one. You know, and then we'll do that one, and then I'm like, okay, and maybe that'll lead me to another bit, or maybe I'll go back to them. And and one, that's what I loved about Patrice O'Neill when he did Elephant in the Room. It looked like he was freestyling, yeah, on his special. He's talking to the audience. He's literally, you know, talking to this girl about how long does he think, it, you know, they'll wait before they go find her when she got kidnapped. I mean, he's literally like, I don't know if he had a set list or if he let them guide him, but that's why Patrice is one of my favorites. Yeah, he's a, he's also one of the greats. That guy had one of the best bit out a million of the best bits, but the one where he's talking about man, what we were talking about earlier, yeah. man's fatal flaw. Yeah, the weakness of man. Mm -hmm. He'll be like, there'll be a married couple, uh -huh. and the wife will have an opportunity to cheat on the husband with someone like Brad Pitt or some shit. That's hilarious. And like she's always wanted to do it. He's the most handsome man on the planet, but she has a family. She's like, no, I won't do it. And he's like, but then a guy will walk by a girl passed out behind a dumpster. I love that shit. And just look at her and be like, she's so cute with all that trash, <laughs> you know? And like, that's the difference. I love it. A woman won't do it with the one of the most handsome men on the planet, yeah. and a guy will fuck a dumpster girl. Which, that sounds bad, but you know, it's, it's which you know. is why I always feel like it's unfair for us to be graded the same. Yeah, like my wife used to always say, like. I don't cheat on you. Or she would say, you know, it's not fair. You know, I don't do that. And I'm like, dude, you've gone five years without sex. I haven't gone five days in my life since the first time I've had sex. So what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, you're not me. You don't, you have your own thing. Like, your thing is maybe eating too much. That's your vice. My vice is I need to have intercourse and I need variety. And I never understood in my mind, literally was like, no, I don't. You do what you want to do. I'll do what I want to do. Unless can we just love each other? And yeah, and never. Yeah, but in her mind, she was just like, "Oh my God, you don't yeah. really love me." I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Of course I do." And she would say, "Like if you really love me, you would blank." I'm like, "Yeah, you don't get to tell me what I would do if I really loved you." Yeah, this like I can't tell you because that's manipulation. Hey, Craig, if you really like me, dog, you'll go make me some motherfucking uh, fried chicken and red beans and rice in that kitchen. You're like, "Why 
man, shut up. You're like, I have one hot plate. Yeah. <laughs> that is not possible. But if you really love me, man, if you really value me as a guest, you, you know, go buy another hot plate. Yeah, no, that's not fair. You can't tell people what they would do if they really loved you, but you can let them know how you prefer to be loved. Yep. Uh, about 90% of the women on this planet won't hear that. No. 98% of them won't yeah, hear 98. that. Yeah, 98 there's just a few, and, and it's up to us if we so want to do it. So you're telling me there's 2%. <laughs> you know what's funny is, man, there are women, I've met women that that understand and they'll work with you and, and they're yeah. a little less delusional. And it's up to us if we want to mess with them or if we want to keep on being just as delusional and trying to work with this girl that we prefer, even though we know she's not a fit. But we're going to do it because we're just as delusional. Yep. Yep. Just two delusional peas in the pie <laughs> rubbing each other's booties. You know what I mean? It's like, well, you, you've you gotten off of you know drugs and alcohol. I can't imagine that because that, it's that middle passage, man, like when Harriet Tubman was freeing the slaves and there were slaves that wanted to go back. And she had to pull the strap out like, if you go back, you're going to fuck up the whole mission. Yeah. But I get that feeling of like wanting to go back because it's just, you just, it's cold, man. I'm hungry. Yeah. You know what I mean? You leave your girl and just like, I'm not putting up with this shit no more. You don't this, you don't this, you don't, you don't love me the way I want to be loved. And then three weeks later, you're like, shit, where is she? You're like, I like, I like, I like it. love. Yeah. I'll I like it. love. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Fuck <laughs> it. I'm sorry for asking you to love me the way I want to be loved. Yeah. Where are you? Because, uh, you know, women are the best. It's like a home. It's a rock. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's that warmth. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's the love that I was saying. It's snuggle. It's love. It's their all love that shit. is their gift. Yep. It is their uh, secret weapon. It's their leg drop from Hulk Hogan. I'm a motherfucking snuggler too, dog. I fucking <laughs> love that shit. That's why you got a cat, my dude. Yeah, I snuggle him. We're gay. No homo. <laughs> <laughs> big homo. Hashtag big homo. Big homo. Big homo. You know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How do you wrap this shit? I don't know. I think that's it right there. Yeah. I think we did a good job. You were a fantastic guest. Thank you, my Everybody, dad. this is Kyle Irby. He's very goddamn funny. Check him out. I'll tag you on all this. Thank it you. comes out next week. All right. And uh, he's funny as fuck, man. Go to his shows. Go to his podcast. Check him out. You've been listening to this community service. He shit his pants. He's the real one. He crumpled them up. That's weird. Bitch ass. Yeah, I'll give you a nice little rock. We'll get you a rock on your way out. Good looking, man. A party gift. And then uh, that's it, man. Thank you. For liking and subscribing to Community Service, our guest today was Kyle Irby. Check him out, and that is it. Have a good evening. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> <laughs>